A grand jury has indicted former President Donald Trump on seven counts over his handling of classified documents after leaving the White House. This marks Trump's second indictment in months and the first time in U.S. history that a current or former president faces federal charges. Now, the news comes as Trump remains the front runner of a growing field of Republican candidates for the 2024 presidential election. So joining us now to weigh in is Democratic Congressman Mike Quigley. He serves Illinois' 5th District, which includes Chicago's north side and near suburbs. Congressman, welcome back. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Your reaction to the news yesterday about Donald Trump? You know, it shows you how perverse things have gotten, because my initial reaction wasn't about the legal issues and their historic quality. My initial reaction was, and, and maybe it's because I was in the room on January 6th uh, and heard what the president said inciting violence in his New York uh, state indictment. My initial concern was the safety of members of Congress, the safety of law enforcement and investigators and prosecutors uh, of a president who has a following uh, that he doesn't mind uh, inciting to violence. So uh, I, I get it. There's a lot to talk about here, and this is absolutely critical. Yeah. But I, I just think it shows you how how far we've gone astray when uh, we have a former president not only indicted, but uh, your concern is about violence rather than the legal issues. Mm. What are you hearing from your colleagues on both sides of the aisle? You know, I, I don't think there's going to be much of a, a surprise on either side. Uh, I think this was telegraphed to an extent. I think the prosecutors last year kind of revealed uh, which statutes they were looking at when they searched Mar-a-Lago, uh, you know, uh, the espionage issues, uh, the obstruction issues. Uh, it was pretty clear that uh, uh, there had to be probable cause, obviously, for a judge back then to sign off on this. So I think especially after New York, the ice was broken. Uh, most assumed that this is going to take place. Mm -hmm. They recognize what the reaction is. And uh, I think you know, unofficially, small sample, uh, they wouldn't be surprised if there isn't uh, another indictment involving January 6th or coming out of Georgia as well. And I mean, the details around the indictment, we're still waiting. They're, they're still emerging. But what do we know about the types of documents that Trump kept after he left office? Sure. Again, when when the you got probable cause, you're 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 thinking Espionage Act, uh, illegal retention of national defense information is the quote in the statute. That that's very very serious, uh, and I think you couple that with the uh, 18 U.S.C. Um, 1519, the obstruction. You know, you can read between the lines that uh, and, and another uh, President Trump uh, staffer was indicted. That tells you that we're talking about conspiracy here, obviously more than one person agreeing to commit a crime. And did they intentionally try to impede the, in the inquiry? Did they hide documents? Did they move? Obviously, it, what appears to be going to be in the indictment is uh, – you know, they swore that all the documents were turned over, yet in the investigation, the search of Mar-a-Lago revealed uh, they found evidence uh, just to the contrary. But this is serious stuff. I served, I served on the House Permanent Select Committee for eight years. And I will say this. I never saw a Democrat or Republican mishandle documents. 
the culture on the legislative side of this was uh, strict and appreciative that it's not just national security. It's those that help us have our national security, uh, those sources who are so critical. Uh, this, the fact that this stuff is, is mishandled and intentionally is, is even worse, mm-hmm. right, and that you lie about it. And, of course, our methods of how we obtain this, that our, our adversaries can reverse engineer and determine how we got this information, shutting it off in the future. So uh, I think it's serious. Uh, Obviously, from a legal point of view, I think this is more serious for the most serious legal issue the president, the former president has faced. Yeah, quite serious. I mean, he's facing seven federal charges, as I mentioned at the top, including conspiracy to obstruct justice, also making false statements. So given what you just described, Congressman, in your view, what is the appropriate penalty here? Well, I, I, as, again, a criminal defense attorney, presumption of innocence, uh, if found guilty, um, uh, mere mortals, when you add uh, the obstruction issues, the conspiracy issues, you know, mere mortals would serve time in jail. Uh, it's impossible to predict, uh, given these circumstances. Um, but I, again, I was part of the two impeachment investigations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have to forgive me for wondering if this former president will ever be held accountable. There is no way I see either of these two sets of charges going to trial or being completed before the next presidential election. So uh, I'm not cynical thinking this is a man running for president, not just for narcissism. He has to be, but to have provide himself the ultimate legal defense. He insists he's done nothing wrong. He says he's going to, quote, prove his innocence very quickly. Uh, he's, Trump is set to be arraigned in federal court in Miami on, on Tuesday, we know. But again, as you pointed out, Congressman, and we know it's still early, but he is the front runner for the Republican Party. Uh, how, he's going how do you... to be the nominee unless something happens that we're not aware of. There is no way he means it when he says he's going to prove this very quickly. It is a part of the long string of him being less than candid. Um, so if he wants an expedited trial, he wants to demand, fine, uh, we can accommodate you. <laughs> but there's no way in the world he's really going to do that because it's not in his interest, not when he can wait and have immunity or in his mind uh, or the ability to pardon himself. Back to that. At some point in time, the Justice Department has to change its rules that a seated president can't be prosecuted, particularly if it's for crimes committed Mm -hmm. uh, previous to that term. Yeah, I mean, we talk about the issue here of accountability, right? How does this happen? How how, How does Trump get to skate by like this or seemingly? How do you still get to run for office whether or not you're convicted? Yeah, uh, I I still think uh, the January 6th insurrection would prohibit him, uh, the 14th Amendment. Uh, I think he'd be excluded. But again, that would be a long, torturous legal fight that would have to play out as well. But there's nothing right now that prohibits it. So uh, President Trump has taught us 
some of the gaps in the Constitution and in our laws and what we have to do in the future. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, uh, I don't see things changing uh, other than the um, the American people appreciating this and and perhaps deciding not to elect someone under this cloud. Yeah. So I guess this is a, a long shot then, but it sounds like you don't believe he's going to drop out of the race at this no, point. I think it's in his interest not to, and he always does what's in his interest uh, to hell with the American people. We'll leave it there. That's Democratic Congressman Mike Quigley. He serves Illinois' 5th District, which includes Chicago's north side and western suburbs. Congressman, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Anytime. We should note, we also reached out to Republican representatives Mary Miller, Mike Bost, and Darren LaHood for this conversation, but they didn't immediately respond to our messages seeking comment.